I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey! He's back. Hello, everyone. Remember me? Do you remember me? I, I used to do this show. And now, here I am, once again, back from sunny Abu Dhabi to snow-filled Hertfordshire in England. And I have returned to do Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. And I have my faithful sidekick, who has been a great host in my absence, Louis Dangle, the Wonder Kid. Thank you, my brother, for steering the ship while I was gone. How are you, man? No, it's good. I said to you when when we first started that I'm looking forward to doing a show together because it has been a while. We haven't done one together this year, so it's Mentally. really been it's really been a long time. And uh, don't guys comment, don't tell Alex this, but I've kind of missed doing shows with him. So I'm looking forward to having him back today. So just be able to sit back, not feel. I, mean, I tell you what, hosting's not easy. It's a different dictate it. I just want to sit back. You'll dictate the conversation and we'll go from there. But I, while I'm you're off, while you're off, well, not while you're off, but now you're back, we've got some pretty big changes, haven't we? So should, should we, yes. Should yes, we, we run do. everyone down? What we, what, what, what's gone on in your absence? Louis has led us in nicely to let everyone know. So there'll be a lot of you that'll be tuning in on Wrestle 2 tonight. Um, but we are actually co-streaming over on our new Wrestling Daily channel. We've got our own channel now. We're not just, you know, we're not just paying rent at Wrestle 2. We've got our own abode. We've put down a mortgage and there we are on Wrestling Daily. I made that analogy up as I went along. I hope it works. Uh, Wrestling Wrestling Daily, we have our own channel now. You'll be able to find us and only us on that channel instead of sharing a space. So it should be a lot easier for you guys to find us and stick with us. Remember, please, 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 please go subscribe to Wrestling Daily's channel and make sure that you turn those notifications on, all of that grand stuff, because that is where we're going to be heading forward. There's been a bit of a shake-up at WrestleTalk Towers, um, but it's all good. It's a good thing that we have our own spot and our own place now in terms of people being able to find us and how we get our content out there. So it's a very good thing. We're all very happy about And, yeah, we hope that you can all join us. And please do make your way over to the other channel and support us by that way. Um, Because once we get off the ground, it's going to be amazing. I I honestly can't wait to have our own sort of home feel, all of that great stuff. So thank you once again to all the good eggs that have been rocking with us thus far. We appreciate you more than you could ever know. Um, But please do help us out and go follow, subscribe. Get over to Wrestling Daily. Make sure you do 
more mother jen has put it put, put the link there so if you need it to, if, if you're not watching over there which i presume the majority of you will be from russell too head on over there because from next and we'll actually be doing a show next monday because of the uh royal rumble this weekend so from next monday the streams will not be on wrestle two they will be exclusively on the wrestling daily's own youtube channel it's our own exclusive little club but we don't have to deal with it. We're, we're, we're our own bosses. We love that. And uh, the, the whole part of Wrestling Daily that, that I know Alex has enjoyed the most, I've enjoyed the most, and uh, the powers that be at WrestleTalk have noticed as well is how nice of a community we've got in the Wrestling Daily. We've, we've cultivated. There we have go. cultivated it. We, we are like a cult, and you are all our <laughs> loyal followers. Um, and we're taking you all away from Wrestle 2 over to the Wrestling Daily Zone YouTube channel. So we're very much looking forward to to uh, getting getting over there and diving into the news today as well, because we've got a lot. We have got a lot of news. We've got Raw, which was not good, and I, I just can't wait to dive into it. Yeah, uh, so as Louis says, man, make your way over. Support us like you have done thus far. I, I honestly think that um, the fans, I'm calling them fans, but, you know, viewers... You're like the heart and soul of what Wrestling Daily is. So please continue to get all of those great questions into us. You know the Ultra Chats. You know how they work. You know how they still work. You send your messages and questions to WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestle2. That will be adjusting, I believe, in the future to Wrestling Daily. But for now, it's still Wrestle2, so make sure you get them in that way. And I do believe at the end of this show, Louie and I are going to close with an infamous Q&A um, and what we're going to do, Lou, we will read out questions from those who are in the Wrestling Daily stream, not Wrestle 2. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, well, we can see here. So we got like a like a different thing. So we know who's asked where. Um, we know. So yeah, we, we, to, to, to try and get people over to that channel, obviously, we're going to be doing a bit of a Q&A with you guys. Uh, so you can get to know us even more than you hopefully already have. Um, and yeah, but uh, I think we should get right into it because... There's a lot to cover before we do uh, we, we, we do get into that Q&A portion. And not all of it good. Um, I do need to just address a couple of things. So, um, as Louis mentioned, this is our first show together of the month, which is actually insane because it's the 26th today. I, I obviously had a family bereavement earlier in the month that took me out. Uh, well, I, I did do shows that week, but I missed the ones with Louis. Uh, and then I've been away, for those who don't know, in Abu Dhabi, covering UFC, Fight Island, uh, those three shows, watching Conor McGregor get knocked out, which I didn't think was going to happen. Um, but, man, it was a wild time. So I only got back uh, Sunday, like, sort of late evening, um, did the year anniversary of my talk sports show yesterday, and now here we are, back in business. So I did just want to address that because Kevin Spears says, Hi, Alex. Do you think a certain UFC, Irish UFC fight will now finally end up in WWE? It's a matter of time. Uh, really? I do. I do. Yeah, I don't I don't mean that as in it's going to happen imminently. I think one day he's going to pop up and do something um, because WWE can't help themselves. Um, and Conor McGregor very much likes money. So I do think he needs to. It's, it's one of those things. You've got to be careful, right? You have to. Uh, you have to keep your luster. Right. Like if you want to keep the price tag and stuff like when Mike Tyson went WWE, he was still very much um, the baddest man on the planet. Like he was yeah. still in world title contention. You don't want like a washed Conor McGregor ending up in WWE. And I'm not saying that he is washed. I don't think he is. But um, I don't know. I don't know if he's going back there yet. Also, uh, Harry says, Alex, how are the abs looking? Now, listen, that's 
for those who have seen my Instagram, that's in the very loosest sense of the word, did I have abs. There was like a faint outline of abs. And what I will show you is, protecting the abs today, is my great Sami Zayn shirt. I was so tempted to buy this from WWE Shop, and it looks even better than I thought. Ah, Samuel Zayn. And yes, there are some terrible pasta-laden abs. Look at those. <sighs> Aren't you glad I came back? Aren't you glad? First stream on the new channel, and you're going to get us demonetized. I mean, if if we take money after that, it would be a crime. Uh, listen, let's get into, like Louis said, the news. I, I think I like this set in the tone, Lou. Let's start with the titular news. Ryback is saying things again. Please tell us what he's been saying. So Ryback and a certain Mark Henry have been acting like children on social media <laughs> over the last couple of like a week or so. I don't know whether you've seen this. And uh, I have. I have. Honestly, and Ryback's blocked me. So covering this on the website has been impossible. I've had to create a whole other Twitter account to get the tweets to have a look at what's been going on because Ryback's blocked me. He's blocked WrestleTalk. Has he blocked you? Uh, Ryback has blocked me, yes. I think it's more of a who hasn't Ryback blocked than who uh, than who is blocked by. <laughs> Come on, Jake. Come I on, did, bro. I did actually think when you came in, I was like, oh, you look a bit tanned. And I didn't know whether it was the lighting on. I am not I, a bit tanned. I remembered. I was like, you're Alex. You don't really get tanned, do you? I, I, for those, I mean, I don't know if I have to explain this. I mean, my surname should give it away. I am very Irish. My family are like only my generation of the family are actually from England. So I am a ghost. Uh, yeah. Sorry, back to 30 all the way <laughs> for me. Uh, anyway, don't let me interrupt Ryback spouting stuff again. Uh, please, yeah. go on. So Ryback uh, was on his Ryback TV podcast where he said, I am coming back and I'm going to the competition and we're going to kick their ass in the ratings. So obviously he didn't specifically say AW, but the competition and kicking them in the ratings are the only show that go up. It, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. Okay, I don't think it's happening. He's, I don't know why he's saying it. Um, <laughs> I mean, if Ryback were to debut in AEW, it, it, it would be the least AEW thing I've ever seen. Mm. It, just, it just doesn't make sense from an AEW perspective. I'm baffled. I'm honestly baffled. Can we just I, get the BSometer out now and just put it <laughs> automatic, automatically on red? I, I spoke to one person. Um, pretty much the only person I know in AEW, and they were just like, I don't know. like, And there's no reason they would, though. But um, they were just like, I haven't heard anything about it. So, uh, I mean, just because of... Just because it's Ryback, it's he's he's getting the red treatment. I don't I don't care. Uh, I mean, he may well end up in AEW, right? But again, like, uh, I wouldn't. That wouldn't make. It's just like you said. It wouldn't make sense to me from from their perspective. Or and, and you know what? Well, once upon a time, I didn't really have a problem with Ryback. Like there was one time he got pretty hot. Oh, yeah. Um. 2012 i think he was pretty pretty red hot i remember yeah. like wanting him and cm punk i don't know why my lights having a go at me here um i, I remember I, I, he you know him him and cm punk seemed like a good idea to me at that time i was like yeah let's go for it and i mean the work in the ring never really matched the presentation or the physique did it and yeah. I, I, and since then, he's just become like a parody of himself on Twitter, you know, talking, oh, I don't know, all these conspiracy theories. He just seems like a very bitter 
man, but then he likes to say every opportunity that he isn't. I still don't know what I did to get blocked by him. I really don't. I don't. I don't think. I. I really don't. Hardly ever publicly bash wrestlers. Hardly ever. So, and I don't know why I would have had the reason to speak about Ryback. But there you go. I'm on the block list, nonetheless. Did you say you were? We all are. We're, I'm on the block list. Wrestle talks on the block list. I think wow. everyone's on the block list. Yeah, I, 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 listen, I don't know what. So, and I don't like to say this without knowing all the information, but he seems relatively difficult to deal with. And I don't think that's the sort of pickup that AW would want. AW seems like sort of company where everyone's very easy to deal with. It all seems like things run pretty smoothly there. And I don't think Ryback personifies that. So I would be pretty shocked if he goes to AW. I don't think it's a good move for anyone really involved, apart from Ryback, obviously, trying to get trying to get some sort of, I don't know, coverage. But I, I think yeah. it's him just talking out of his backside to try and get... I, I listen, I'm willing to be proved wrong, but I think it's him just talking out of his backside to try and get some like, some new sites to pick it up. Well, yeah. Why, why would you do that as well? Like, why would you ruin a surprise or, I don't know, like if AEW on and out, I don't know. Silly, silly man. Sorry, Ryback. Um, I'm not a fan of how you've conducted yourself in recent times. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Raw last night. Now, the thing I want to open with, right, and before we get into what's good and what's not, the Nia Jax thing. I just want to address it head on. Um, you, I saw you tweet that you thought it wasn't a very safe thing from Nia Jax to do, right? Um, I don't know. I'll get your exact thoughts in a second. Uh, I, I just, I, all I tweeted was Jesus, because that is what I thought when she dropped Dana Brooke. I didn't, I didn't necessarily think it was really badly done or anything. I just thought it looked brutal. And that's kind of what I was saying. I didn't check my phone for a few hours. I've been obviously with my kids. I haven't been working. So I've, uh, cause I've just got back. Obviously Mrs. is like, get in there. Uh, <laughs> Tagged me in. Um, so last two days I've been full on with the kids. And I looked at my phone. I had loads of notifications of people just being like, Nia Jax is unsafe. Oh, my God, she should go. And they, and they tag her. And I, I hate that. Like, you know, I, I just think that's like, it's, I know everyone's like doing opinion, but like the way you tag her and say she should be fired and stuff, that, that's like bullying. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um, so then I commented saying like, whoa, I didn't, <laughs> whoa, I didn't mean for this to become like a you know a witch hunt or a debate, like I was just saying that I thought it looked brutal. The same way I would, I don't know, if Randy Orton kicked someone in the head and it looked particularly good. Um, did, did I think, you know, I've seen a lot of wrestlers comment on it and basically say, no, no, it's fine. I must say, my first viewing, I thought, oh, Dana Brooke landed maybe on, on like the back of her head. That's how it looked to me. Um, but of course, I'm willing to be, at the end of the day, have I been in there taking bumps for years or anything? No, I have not. So I'm not going to sit here and tell people anything different. I didn't think it looked overly unsafe. I just thought it looked, wow, whoa, that's pretty brutal. Lou, from your perspective. So I'll be honest. If this was Dana Brooke doing the move to Nia Jax, I probably wouldn't have said what I said. Um, and to be, to be fair, I didn't really say anything bad. I just said, listen, once is a mistake, but it's starting to get a little bit now a little bit scary where where unfortunately and listen i've got nothing against nijax nothing against her personally i don't know her i've never interacted with her from all accounts she seems very lovely but from an in-room perspective and we cannot deny there have been multiple people that unfortunately have been injured or very close to being injured being in the ring with her and that that isn't I guess something, I guess it is slightly nice for, but maybe sort of the power spots they're having her do just don't work or because she is 
sort of taller and bigger than a lot of the girls. Maybe the, the size difference doesn't help. But I, I, I just think there's been a continual look, sort of a continual trend where unfortunately we've seen it multiple times with Kyrie saying uh, Charlotte Bailey I know people do unfortunately get injured when they're in the ring not all the time with Ajax but it does tend to happen more than most unfortunately and uh, mm. it is I think it is something that WWE needs to address because that looks scary thankfully Dana Brooks fine obviously I mean we were going to get onto that but Sean Rosapa five was reported that Dana Brooke is completely fine when she got back backstage which is the main thing don't forget like listen we can all sit here and bash Nia Jax as long as Dana Brooke is fine that's the main thing but I think it is something that needs addressing where someone she's going look, look it's not working. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of dangerous looking spots or or scary spots. And even even if there's nothing wrong with them, they're dangerous enough that it's getting her flack on Twitter. Where she maybe she should go listen. Maybe let me just chill for a bit. Um, but I, I don't think her booking is helping either because I think she she is starting to get unfortunately go away heat from a lot of people where people just aren't liking her booking, and then they're finding any excuse to take it out on her, and that is often the fact she might. And I quote, in the words of many, injure people in the ring. I I've, I feel for her in a way. Yeah, right. That, that I feel whatever she does now is amplified like a thousand percent. Like it, like you said, if anyone else had done that move on Raw, I don't think it, it's as much of a big deal where people go, oh my God, like that's so unsafe. But unfortunately she does have a bit of a catalog right yeah. and uh, like the two things with Kyrie saying the buckle bomb and the lobbing her into the steps both of those in my opinion were Nia Jax's fault just yeah. saying that clear cut Nia threw her too hard into the steps and Kyrie didn't have enough time to adjust her run and the second one well we all know what happened there she didn't throw her far enough and then her head hits the bottom buckle right so both of those Nia's fault quick succession not good. And then Kyrie goes away. That doesn't help her either, right? That you know, we we essentially lose Kyrie Sane, a fan favorite, a few short months after. So, and then there's you know the Bailey one, which loved her outside the ring as well, and and of course the infamous Becky Lynch one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't sound great when I'm rattling them off. I, I mean, know. we had Mandy Rose earlier in the edge. Remember, she got pulled from Survivor Series. Yeah. Nice her out the ring. Yeah. And listen, it, I'm sure not all of it is nice fault. But when you have you look you look at the roster, you can you you'd struggle to count on one hand the people that haven't been injured after being in the ring with Nia Jax, and that is a bad trend, unfortunately, mm. to, to develop and a bad I guess habit to get into. I don't think like last night is in the same vein as some of those that I just mentioned. I really don't. Um, but uh, you know, I I understand and dislike the way that things have gone for Nia. Um, really, like. WWE should just lead into it and, you know, obviously take her away and work on it and all that good stuff. But maybe make her character like a wrecking ball who doesn't care about wrestling and wants to hurt people, right? And then you can kind of get some payoff and maybe work smarter with that and plan these things out more. I don't know. Like, maybe I'm talking rubbish here, but I do think the current status is, like you said, the mix is not great. She's well-protected, well-booked, and the work in the ring... That's not working for people. So I, I don't think it's a great mix. Um, and I think she, she's got something similar to Charlotte, where one of the comments I got today from someone, they asked, oh, do you think she would still be in a job if it wasn't for The Rock? And that got me thinking, do people think that she's only in the position she's in, where people are naturally harsh on her 
because of who she's related to. I think it might be a similar thing that Charlotte Flair deals with. I know you've spoken about before. If her name was Charlotte Jones, she wouldn't be getting the same thing. If Nia Jax wasn't The Rock's cousin, would we be sitting here or would people be as harsh as her on the are? Maybe not. If her name was Charlotte Jones, she would still be one of the best wrestlers in the world. I know, I agree. I, I, I'm more meant, sorry, I'm more meant she wouldn't get the flack she gets if she was Charlotte Jones because people wouldn't be going, oh, you're only in your position because of who Ric Flair is. Mm -hmm. uh, people saying that, I don't know whether people are saying that. I don't think it's the same degree, but I think there are some of those feelings towards Nia Jax with regards yeah. to the there, there was a lot of those comments on my on my post too. I it, I mean, I don't know how much stock to put into that. No, none really. I think if they, if you have to look at WWE, right? Because really it comes down to them. If they think she's unsafe or whatever, then they need to do something about it. And ultimately, you know, The Rock's a legend. We all love The Rock, but come on <laughs> like come on is, is Vince really sitting there going god no what if Dwayne wants to come back one day keep that woman like no I'm, I don't buy that for a second Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, Lou, I'm going to talk about Raw a little bit. A couple of things that I did like, okay? Do we, I'm. We to, do we have to talk about Raw? A little bit, right? A little bit. Okay. I, I I love the Mustafa Ali, Kofi Kingston stuff. I love that, right? I think that the whole uh, replacing Kofi in the Rumble, the same way that Kofi replaced um, Mustafa Ali in the Elimination Chamber last year, that is great stuff. I love that for an angle. I think the execution's been great. Ali on the mic has been wonderful for weeks now. 
I love how this is playing out. They clearly have a plan. If I would honestly take one of the nights at Mania, Ali, Kofi. Definitely would. Put something on the line, like a future shot at something. You know, don't, you don't even have to go all the way and, and give them the win or whatever. But, make, you know, make them resent each other for missing their spots and then put something that they have to both go for. I think that's a great Mania match. You know, one of those story-laden singles mid-card matches that we used to get all the time that kind of died out a little bit at Mania. You know, last year we had Bobby Lashley and who? Uh, you know, Alistair Black, was it? No? Was it? I don't Alistair know. Black, yeah. It, it was, yeah. It was a, a, WWE listed that match on their website when they announced it. It was like a random one. What'd you get because of COVID? Because it was different. They go, oh, yeah. what a time to have a first ever match. The WrestleMania. Sure. Like, you can't build yeah. a feud around that, but okay. Yeah. I mean, I remember like back in the day, Christian, Chris Jericho, like, and their little bet who could sleep with Trish and all that good stuff. Like, you know, that there was... That, that, you know, you, I feel like you can build a mid-card feud to make it really interesting with no titles at stake. And this is a great example of that. I am really up for it. I think they're doing it very, very well. Um, Agreed. What else did I like? I thought Alexa's performance, um, again, was very good on the playground segment. And yeah. she's one of the most engrossing characters on the roster right now. Thought she hit the RKO extremely well. Um yeah. You know, if and I that, look at and that, that is always cool to see. Like, I'm I'm not for like man on woman violence, but I guess it works for the story. And it is always cool to see a woman like Randy Orton, okay, a woman. Like, I, 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 I got to be careful. I word this because I don't want it to look like I'm condoning man on woman violence. Because I'm definitely not. But I think it worked here, and it, and I, it does always pop me. I don't, I don't think you would be even if you said that. Like, it's wrestling's a different space. I know that it projects a lot of real life stuff, and yeah. but I think the same way. Like, if a woman kind of you know give, um, putting a beating on a man in the right circumstances, I'm I'm here for it. Right? Like, yeah. if the story works, cool. Like, I'll, if Alexa gets a payback on Randy and it's done well, I'm all in. You know, let's right. do it. Ronda and Triple H and Mania 34. Like that one. There it is, right? That's this is another good example. Like there are ways women can definitely do that. Um so I, I I'm cool with it. Like I I like it though that it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. Right. I like it that it's just every now and again, you know, we haven't had Randy do that for well, Beth Phoenix was the last woman. So that was nine no, exactly. months. Was it oh, Nia? no, yeah. Beth Phoenix took it, didn't she? Beth Phoenix. Nia took yeah. it in the Rumble. That was like two years two ago. Two years ago, yeah. I completely so, forgot about Beth Phoenix, yeah. yeah. That, that would have been about nine months ago then. Yes. So that's what I mean. It doesn't happen all the time. And I thought Alexa did it well. And, of course, the fact that her character's been built so strongly, all of that good stuff. So I'm okay with that, even though even if the Randy-Alexa story, you know, with the mask and the burns, I was a bit like, okay. Um, but I, I felt this week was a good note for them. And... Then it's starting to get picky. Uh, Ed, I do Edge's like... promo was good. Edge's promo was good. Ah, of course it was. Of course it was. Um, you know, I, I actually, on that, I know we have a bit of news on that again. But I will say, I think it's very smart that they've yeah. announced it ahead of time. I actually don't think you could replicate the same comeback as last year, especially in the Thunderdome with no fans. The best way to do it, is the way they've done it. Edge has mapped out his story very well. All of a sudden, you can believe he could win. Yeah, you're like, mm, is him and Randy going to happen again? Like, there's a lot that uh, they've they've done with just one promo, and I thought Edge done it very well, Louis. What what news was there off the back of that, my friend? I believe an explanation is why. 
Yeah, so Fightful um, has a report on this. Uh, a lot of people were, I guess, concerned, and it wasn't just this. So also on WWE Backstage, they are going to be announcing some of the numbers. So number 30 for the men's uh, and number one and two for the women. The WWE Backstage, a special episode, is taking place on Saturday. So a lot of people are like, listen, number 30 is for me, and I'm sure a lot of people, the spot of the year. You think, who's number 30? So yeah. to give that away, even if it is no one, it is a tough idea. It's an awful idea. But WWE have announced it. I think for the women, I, I think it's going to be Bianca Belair and Bailey. And I think that story works well. You have them going in. That works. Perfect. But announcing number 30. So, so Fightful's got a report on this. Uh, and they said, uh, regarding Edge's return, WWE is looking to create some additional, uh, additional buzz for the show. They particularly want to attract lap fans who are familiar with Edge. Um, and uh, the report says, if there were live fans in attendance, this probably wouldn't have happened, which makes sense, sort of alluded to what you said last year. With that pop, you can't replicate it. Um, and with regard to WWE backstage, uh, WWE wants to work on the relationship with Fox and pop a rating for backstage and do a good number. So that's why the decision was made. Although that is one I disagree with. Um, number, I think it's it's a the only way out of this if they announce someone stupid like our truth or someone <laughs> ridiculous, and then you have someone attack them on the ramp, at someone else, and walk down. That that's how you get around this. Because if they announce, oh, it's Cedric Alexander, and he just goes down. You're like, okay, mm. okay, but uh, this makes me think: Are the women main eventing, or have I have, have I sort of put one and two together and got seven? Am, am well, I their first one main evented? Yeah, but what makes me think that is if it was if the if the raw if the men's one was the main event, I don't think they'd announce number thirty. That that's me personally. Maybe I'm stretching there. But hey, I, I get why they're doing it because they want an additional buzz for the show, and there aren't live fans there, so the pops aren't going to be the same. It's not like your your sort of people aren't going to pop at home what they would there. But I still wouldn't have done it this way. So they're doing one, two, and thirty for both the men and the women. Oh, it's thirty for the women as well. Is it? I don't know. I'm Let me double you. check. Let me double check. As far as I was aware, it was just one and thirty for the women, uh, just one and two for the women and just 30 for the men. Okay. But I well, may have misread that tweet. That, 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 that probably, if that is the case. That is, so, yeah, the tweet here, who will be the 30th entrant in the men's rumble and one and two entrants in the women's rumble? Find that exclusively on WWE Backstage Saturday. Wow. Okay. I mean, that obviously suggest that something big is going to happen for the women i would imagine maybe a ronda i still think ronda possibly comes back at this point um she's been training we all know it we've all seen it i could well imagine it will be ronda i'm not going to make any promises on that though it could be anyone but um i like them announcing who's going to be number one there's always a great story yeah. in who is number one that's been since the beginning of time there's also been rumbles where people compete to be number 30 i think i remember rikishi winning the 30th spot that way many years ago. Our um, truth and Carmella won it by winning Mix Max Challenge in 2018. They did. Uh, 19, they, sorry. They did, right? And I like, I was thinking about this the other day when I was like, uh, I was doing quiz research for my radio show. We don't, we do, don't talk about that. <laughs> do you know who the 30th entrance was in the 96 Rumble? Not a clue. <laughs> Duke the Dumpster Dross. 
Duke the Dumpster was number 30. That okay. is mental. Like, imagine that now. I, 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 would, I, I, I couldn't get my head around it when I was going through that. But Who even won the 96 Rumble? What year? Uh, what, Sean, what Sean, I think. Was that 94? What year? What, what, what year was it? What, what WrestleMania was that? Uh, oh, God. Uh, so that would have been 32. So 12, WrestleMania 12. Yeah, it was Sean. I'm sure it was Sean. Okay. It was Sean. It was Sean. I'm, I've checked. It is Sean. Um, anyway, that just shows you, right, that the, the, <laughs> the 30, I don't know if WWE always put a lot of stock into that. Um, I think one is always cool. I like two to be the surprise, two, because then it's like, you know, like last year, Alexa and Bianca, that was a great pick to have as your first two for the women. Um, I think that, you know, I think one year Jericho did it as well with Ziggler, which was yep. also awesome. Um, you get the right chemistry there, you're off. Um, and I I do think, though, 30 should always be kept secret. It should Agreed. be. Um, that's one of the biggest pops of the Rumble. I, too, would not have gone in that direction. Uh, a couple of more things from Raw. Uh, Seamus and John Morrison, two of my favourite workers, man. Um, Seamus has had a great 12 months. Thought they did a good job again. Did you really need the handicap that followed? No. They they undid all the good work they did because coming out of it, I wasn't thinking about those two. I was thinking about why is they like why what were they doing with the Miz? But it is unfortunate because that singles match was so good and it is indicative of what WWE is doing a lot of the moment. Where I guess it's different because of COVID and everything that's going on. But we don't need to see Matt Riddle wrestle three times. This could literally have been spread out over three weeks. You have. Four weeks ago, last year ago, you need to get through every member of Hurt Business you can face me at the Rumble. Week after he faces MVP, week after that, you spread it out rather than doing this in in half an hour or however, however long it was. Um, and uh, it's the same with same with the women. Like you, you didn't need, you could have just announced a six man the six women tag. You didn't need the two minute Charlotte and Shayna Baszler match, which now won't feel as special when it does happen. Uh, sort of on a big pay per view stage, and I think WWE needs to get out of this habit at the moment of stop like having so many people wrestle. Because I mean, Dave Meltzer reported actually, no, it was Sean reported on Fightful Select that show where there was the COVID thing. Uh, there were so many names that were backstage but not used. So mm. not everyone needs to be putting double duty. You've got those names. You should, you could have uh, something with Nikki Cross, something with Ricochet, something with people that are, people that actually things that people want to see, and you're not taking away that spot from. Matt Riddle, you're just not giving him three matches. You're giving him one instead. Uh, and yeah. same thing here with, with John Morrison and Sheamus. There was no need for the handicap match. It could have just been done as it was with John Morrison and Sheamus having a great singles match and Sheamus winning, which was the right call. Yeah. And then obviously, like you said, Riddle, You know, just for those who didn't see, Riddle ran the gauntlet later in the night after having already been in action earlier in the evening. So, I mean, look, I, I get it. There's a lot of it's a unique time for wrestling, but I do think they could have handled it better. And there are people they could be using 100%. I mean, I also thought Drew's promo. I thought Drew's promo was good as well. I like how he's addressed COVID. I think it's good just in terms of awareness, makes him feel real. Like this wrestling, I know WWE a lot, and they've got their reasons for this. If they think they're being a distraction from, from what's going on in the world, fair play to them. But um, I, I liked how. That he just addressed it. He was like, "Yeah, I had COVID. I had a bit, a bit, bit, a bit of this symptom, bit of that symptom. Made him just feel like a regular human being, which is always nice to see. I mean, nice seeing him back on TV anyway. He was sorely missed those two weeks that he wasn't there. Um, so yeah, I, I thought his promo at the beginning was great, and that's how you use Goldberg: quick, short, doesn't say much, 
spear, leave. Perfect. That's, that's not how you... You don't use you them You haven't all. given your thoughts yet, have you? you? You don't use them at all. That's how you use them. I, yeah, I mean... You, you haven't given your thoughts on Goldberg because that was the first show you weren't there. So tell us, what, how do you feel about Goldberg, Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble? How do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> there, there were uh, comments that the, the, the day you weren't here there were comments and it was it was the tuesday so he'd literally returned the day before the comments are like is alex so people that joined then obviously didn't hear me say at the beginning they were like is alex taking that they thought it was like a bit that you'd taken the day <laughs> off I won't, I won't, yeah i won't work if he's on no nah. taking the day off as a bit of a protest to calm down do you know what wwpr messaged me the other day and they were like um oh we're going to speak to goldberg ahead of the rumble um is there anything you want to ask him Nope, <laughs> not really. Um, yeah, like it, it wouldn't be my question anyway. It's for them to ask him, and then they do they send it around to all the agencies. So it's not like even my interview. Um, but would would uh, you turn it down? Say, say that no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, I, I'll say this straight for the record. Now, if they if they gave me the chance to interview Goldberg, I would just be straight with him and say like, why? <laughs> like it, you know, in terms of like the in ring stuff, like do you not feel like there needs to be something else other than your waning spear and jackhammer. Like, like, or, or, you know, maybe don't be involved in the title picture. I know these aren't his decisions. Yeah. I get that. Vince pays him a little money and says, do this. He says, okay, twice a year. Um, but I feel like maybe he'd be better served using his voice. I don't want to know if he does use his voice. These are the questions I would ask. Um, but I guess we'll never know. I can't imagine he'll like, Speaking to me. So there you go. Anyway, my actual thoughts on Dol on um Goldberg and Drew was yeah, the segment last night, cool. It's sharp. They both look strong and you know the Miz is kind of factored in. That's fine with me. Claymore, spear, bang, we're out of here. In terms of the match on Sunday, anything unless they can really surprise me, right? And Goldberg um, you know, has some kind of rejuvenation and he actually puts on like a great eight to ten minute match with Drew. Like, like Mania 33 with Brock. Like Mania 33. If it's just a banger and it's like, okay, look, I would love to come here next week, hold my hands up and say, wow, Goldberg did great. He did. Like, he made Drew look great. He's helped his reign. I want to be able to say that. I really do. Um, I think what we're going to get, though, is a finisher fest and hopefully Drew wins. I've got this horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach that WWE are going to put it on Goldberg again. And it just reminds me, it's stressing me out. It reminded me of last year. I was, I was like, no way yeah. they're going to have him beat the Fiend. No, I was about to swear. No way would they have him beat the Fiend. Like, they can't be that stupid. And they yeah. were. They absolutely were. And then look where that led to. Look where, like, you know, the Braun Strowman reign. I mean, whatever. Um, but I mean, the fact that we had to get there and it was like, the whole point of taking it off the fiend was for Goldberg to then put over Roman, which didn't actually even happen. And then we got Braun Strowman as champion. All I will say for all of that, which is a cluster mess, is that we ended up getting Roman going away and coming back and being the best thing in WWE. Like for that, I can accept how it all went down. Yep. But it was still like it was by chance. It was a mess. And uh, I did not like it. I, I just hope that whatever happens. Drew comes out strong Sunday. This could be a great notch for him heading into WrestleMania. I will take that. I yeah. don't want like Goldberg beating him and then that's the Mania match. Goldberg Drew. Like I've DM Drew about this. I was like, don't let me down, man. 
<laughs> I was like, seriously, I don't, I don't want to have to block you, Drew. Like, come on, do, yeah. do the right thing. I messaged mess him as well. I was like, don't get fiended. He was like, I'll try. <laughs> um, it's now become some. It's now become a word to get fiended. Um, yeah. No, but listen, I think if they put Drew over, like, listen, this feud was also hampered by COVID. I think it would have been a good ratings bump to have Goldberg and Drew on the shows. If Go- Drew wins, perfect. It's it's a short feud. The Rumble feud doesn't really matter because you've got your big names in the Rumble. And this is kind of just a filler thing. Means Goldberg hopefully isn't winning the Rumble, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, like you, I do have a slight worry in the pit of my stomach where I'm like, mm, you but, know what? Is like, he? like one, one of the things that, and I, and I bet, like, if WWE were watching this right now, they'd think, God, that boy's stupid. But what, like, do I, what do you mean <laughs> if? I would rather watch, like, Ricochet, Drew, right? Like, And it makes sense. You could literally have, say, at the rump, like, Ricochet come out, obviously been been but better, and he, he'd be like, right, you, you only you won it last year. You wouldn't be here if it weren't for me. Exactly. You only right? won it last year because of me. I, I hoofed him in the nuts, and that's how he got out. I won a title shot at Rumble a year on from when you won it. Perfect. That's your Rumble feud. Even if, even if you didn't have that story, even if you didn't have it, and they do, it's right there. But even if you didn't have it, just you could build Ricochet for a few weeks. And I know I'd watch a great match between yep. Drew and Ricochet. Maybe WWE aren't catering to people like me who want to watch a great wrestling match. They're, They're catering to guys who go, oh, Goldberg, yeah, I remember him. I'll tune in and watch it. And I think that short-term mindset is actually a problem. Like, you, you, you could, trust me, people would want to see... Ricochet and Drew put on a like 15, 20 minute clinic and they could, they absolutely could. In fact, they have done on Raw before. Like you could definitely do that. But in, in WWE's eyes, they think, oh, we need an attraction. And, and I, and I get a little bit of why they think that, but you wouldn't need to do that if you took care of the other superstars yeah. that you had right there. And believe me, I've said this on Twitter a few weeks ago, Drew, Drew uh, not Drew, Ricochet, has an unbelievable amount of talent that WWE aren't utilizing right now. There are a million things you could be doing with that guy every week. And I felt like NXT in their in the small run we got a ricochet there did it really, really well. How to make him feel and look special. It just hasn't been the same. No, I completely agree with you on, on all parts. Like listen, it's a vicious cycle with WWE and the whole Goldberg thing because Legends Night, the show's great. The the rating's great. Highest rating since August, right? WWE's mind, let's continue putting the legends there. But it's a vicious cycle where because they prioritize the legends, the current stars aren't getting over, which means you need to push the legends even more. And if you p- took some time, thought long-term rather than short-term, like, all right, let's push Ricochet. You think, right, ro- let's think in September, right? What's a rough plan for the Rumble? All right, you don't need the big, big names. Let's think of Ricochet. So from September to now, you slowly put the building blocks into place. You start giving him wins here, wins there, cool backstage segments. You do the slow build. So come January, he turns into a star. But unfortunately, and the report was, Vincent Mann looked at the roster, didn't feel anyone was ready, so went to Goldberg. And that's an issue. That you didn't hear that, did you, when you were away? It's just, it's just, it hurts. It hurts my head. Like, would you... It's like Vincent Mann turned around going, God, no one's ready. You're booking the show, man. What do you mean? Like, I, 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 I can't get my head around that. Like, I don't know. Like, there's just so. It's like, wait, you remember when, like, okay, Rock and Austin. I, I hate being this guy. I don't Rock, remember, and, no. Rock, Rock and Austin, right? Three WrestleManias over a five year span. 
and they were the biggest stars in the business. They didn't like go in between matches. Jesus, I wonder what Randy Savage is doing. Or like, do you know what? They, you know what I mean? Like they didn't go. I mean, they had Jesse Ventura like ref a match, but they didn't like pull out loads of stars from yesteryear and go, oh, I wonder if we could do something here and that'll help elevate the Rock and Stone Cold. No, they had them wrestle like and bring up Kurt Angle. And, you know, like that's what basically happened in 2000, 2001. Kurt Angle was right there in that scene. And you had Triple H, Foley, Taker, Kane. Yeah, okay, a great ensemble cast, no doubt. But they didn't go, oh, what are we going to do? Let's, you know, see what these old guys are doing. And I just feel like that was crucial to the Rock and Austin's rise because they couldn't do that. Right. And I'm not saying we have a rock and Austin laying in the wings in WWE that it needs to get the time, but how are you ever going to know? Right. Like before Becky became Becky, I'm sure there was a lot of us that were like, damn, she's got a lot of charisma. I was one of those guys. I didn't know she was going to be what she was, but I was like, you know, she can do so much more. I was like, she really could. I was like, yeah, she's got loads of charisma. She's good in the ring. And the next thing you know, the man's born and she's the biggest star in the industry for for a space of time. And it's like, wow, okay. Uh, Again, I don't know if anyone could directly foresee that, but you never know until you let these people, when you you let them, you know, uh, spread their wings and you give them legs to run. I I just feel like WWE have gone around in circles for such a long time. In 20 years, what are they going to do? Who who are they actually going to wheel out and go, these are the legends? You're not having it. Probably Ric Flair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Vince will be alive. To be fair. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I need to bring up this. No, I'm done. I'm done. From Stu Morrison. Hot take. WWE out of business by 2024. No chance. If you look to any of, the, honestly, no I don't chance. think I don't they, think we've ever had a hot take this bad. Because if you they, looked at w, yesterday, the whole Peacock deal, WWE netted a million, a billion dollars. WWE years. is not going out of biz, business anytime soon. Like anytime in our lifetime. Unless something catastrophic happens, WWE will not go out of business. They, they, no, no chance. There is literally zero chance. And and pretty much zero chance they'll get overtaken by anyone, either on a global stage or anything like that. Like AEW may well catch them in the ratings in the next five years. They might. The, the, the gap isn't that big or profound. Um, it's it's not in terms of ratings, but in terms of the company size, it's it's astronomical. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that's one metric that I think fans look at and go, "Oh, the AEW are coming for WWE," but you don't realize, man. There's a lot more to it than that. So yeah, and let, let's touch on that news quick because we haven't done that. Uh, the Peacock deal with WWE. So essentially, if you have the network in the US now, you watch it on Peacock, and you can watch uh, Saved by the Bell as well as part of your package and stuff like that. So uh, it's basically something with NBC. It's their deal. And their streaming service is essentially like engulfed the network. So it's still the same price. You're still getting everything you've got. It's just at a different home. Yeah. Uh, it, it, can't, it can't be better for fans. Fans are literally... Uh, it's good. So for, for the ad version, you pay four ninety nine. So for the version with ads, okay, that's half the price. If you pay... Nine, so worst comes to worst, you do not want to watch anything on Peacock already. You still you, get you, you still get the, the network for the same price. 
best case scenario, you're a Peacock subscriber and a Netflix subscriber and a WWE Network subscriber. You just need one subscription now. It honestly couldn't be better for fans in in, in this end of the deal. Yes, I've heard the Peacock functionality isn't great. And I think a lot of people are hoping the network just moves over and it looks the same and the search bar is all the same and stuff like that. That could be the only other thing. But um, in terms of in terms of fans and what they're getting from what we know, it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic for them. Yeah, I, I think it's genius. I, I know people probably hate to hate to hear praise for WWE in that way, but I think it's genius. And and they've only done that in one market, right? So anyone else, so UK guys like us, still the same. We we consume the network the same way that we do. But WWE have the options, right, to like do this in every major market, sell to another streaming service in that country domestically, and make crazy money. Uh, it's honestly, it's it's genius stuff. WWE are getting ahead of their time, like they were with the network in the first place. Uh, the only people that seem, I know, listen, I'm not going to pretend to be a, I know Brandon Thurston, Reconomics, the WrestleNomics are some fantastic work. I'm not going to pretend to have anywhere the, near. The brain on that bloke, by the way, is ridiculous. extraordinary. If you, I had him on my radio show a few weeks ago and I was just like mesmerized as he spoke. But yeah, I've literally seen everyone go like, oh, I'm doing a show this week with Brandon Thurston. I think he's doing everyone's show, which yeah. you can see why. Because if you want to go to someone for understandings of this, understandings of the Q4 report, you go to him. And he and breaks the, it down great as well. He does. But, and they, listen, for, for like, I mean, for me, it seems like the only people that are getting a kind of bad deal out of this are Peacock and NBCU, seeing as they're not charging extra for it. It seems like WWE and the fans are the ones really benefiting this. I'm sure there are business decisions that I don't, you and I wouldn't even think about that have gone far over our head. But uh, listen, for fans, if, if you are a US fan, I think that this is a massive, massive, massive win for you. And I was quite surprised to see negativity. I think it's a sort of thing where, and I don't want to be that guy, if AW announced it, the reception would be completely different. Yeah, absolutely. I can't couldn't agree more. I, I think it's been a great deal for them, and who knows where it goes in the future in terms of Peacock. But uh, my 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 word, that that's some money that WWE are raking in. They're, you know, and that can only hopefully be good for the performers moving forward. That's I mean, my Uptown Avondale's brought, brought this up here. I saw a video. Someone, I think it was actually Steve Carell. They searched for Steve Carell in the Peacock search function, and nothing came up. And then they searched for like I think Eso Rios in the WWE Network, and every single one of his matches came up, and they were like, we literally <laughs> hope all every- of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We literally yeah. hope everything moves over. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'll tell him, look, he's, uh, he, he says I he's on fire. I have seen some of his comments, to be fair. They did make me laugh. The email, oh, I, I, I actually meant to flash one earlier where he said about you taking bumps, and I forgot, but it was very With good. my chair. Honestly, yeah, if, you, if you ever see me or Al smile out the corner of our mouths when the other one's talking, likelihood is it's because we're reading Uptown Avondale's comments uh, in the thing. And speaking of comments, actually, I just had a quick look at this Ultra Chat doc. we got loads. Should we get into some of them before we uh, dive into the rest of the news? Uh, yeah, I don't think we were going to do that because we're going to go Q&A. Like, is there, how much more news is there? Not really. Yeah. No, nothing really. I mean, we, we cover the titular news. Nothing it's, else. It's, it's fine. Right, let's get into it. WWE Chats. Bone Hill! Hey, man. Been a while. Um, Thank you for stopping by uh, with the Ultra Chats. He's got a couple. Uh, I am hoping this Bliss Oscar storyline results in change for Oscar. Something darker, similar to NXT. Lose the tag belts. Turn on Charlotte. Also hoping Bliss and Cross have a confrontation during the Rumble. Perfect opportunity to continue that story. And I'm going to do some fantasy booking. Taya, Valkyrie, 
comes to WWE's surprise Rumble entrant, and then she gets Morrison to split from Miz, and Morrison finally goes on the singles run he should have been doing since day one. Listen, Bo Hill, if I haven't made this clear before, I am a huge proponent of John Morrison. I know Louis is too. Um, Taya coming to WWE is very conceivable. Um, I know there's been a lot of rumours about it, none that I can actually expand upon. But yeah. I, did, I did speak to her last year, um, an interview sorted out with Impact. Super nice, super nice person. Um, and so she, unique, so different. Like she'd come out and even if you haven't seen her work, she looks like she's eye-catching. She'd look... Well, she has her own um, designer label now, right? Yeah. You know that? She, Where she Loka? Yeah, she studied. Um, she, in fact, I think she still is studying at um, university or college in America. Um, and and yeah, that's what she's done. She in, in her spare time during the pandemic launched a, a, a clothing brand. I think obviously her and she'd love to be in the same company as as John. Um, yeah. for, for those who don't know, we're living under a rock. They're together. Um, so that would make sense, right? I'd like to see that, and I'd like to see Morrison be like. Yeah, I, I don't know, like a wrestling, like a bout machine, but he is so innovative that he's so entertaining. He should be having one on one matches every week. As far as Charlotte and Oscar goes, I mean, I've been told some things, but uh, you never, you never really know. I would foresee Charlotte turning rather than Oscar. That's all I'll say. I would think yeah. that a ramped up version of the Queen is more conceivable than Oscar. Listen, I love Oscar. But looking at WWE, I think it, it, how they're going to tell that story, there's only one person they're going to... Yeah. I reckon we get Charlotte Alexa Bliss at Mania. That's my thought. Um, Quickly, I saw this comment from Matty. Do we want to just run through for people that have... Because I know we, we've gained a lot of uh, viewers since um, since we started the stream. So uh, uh, start ending this week. So we, we're now dual streaming on Wrestle2 and the brand new Wrestling Daily YouTube channel, which if you're not go on over to subscribe to at the end of this in about five minutes or so we will be doing a q a just using the comments from the wrestling daily channel it, it was the former wrestle interviews which has now been rebranded so go and give that a follow watch the stream over there and our uptown avondale has been holding up the chat over there along with all of you so good on you guys um so we'll be co-streaming for the rest of this week then everything will be moving over to wrestling daily the new channel our exclusive little club like, like a little fun house uh, just for uh, and um, yeah, we're 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 doing that, and we're very excited about it, about the change. We're not just saying that to to, uh, to big you up. We're, we're genuinely we're very excited with the why, why, why wouldn't we be? <laughs> exactly. we're, we're, we're very excited with the change and the, the changes that are coming, and the uh, and the content we put out here. We are very proud of. So we're happy that it's getting its own home. And, uh, yeah, you you guys can enjoy it, and we we can be putting out. Even more great wrestling daily content. Hopefully, with you here every week, Alex. I I hope to know. I was was talking about this today. I don't want another situation where I have to go away on work and uh, and have to do that. So we are working towards that. That never happens again. But this was like a hotel thing that I couldn't really foresee. I we intend we had we we trialed it the day I was out there. And it just didn't work. Um, but alas, I'm back. Uh, I can't help it, Lou. I'm a jet setting journalist. These these things happen, man. Um, yeah. I, I, th I think I'll be going to Far Island again this year, so hopefully it doesn't happen. Uh, and hopefully, it's, hopefully, it's, I guess for you, Tampa in April. I I hope. I mean, yeah. it, it all depends on how things are here. I'm Basically, sure you you did as I getting, in, getting into the country was hard. 
No, it was hard for me to, oh, to get okay. in, to, to get in from. Uh, you know, I had to have like a clean COVID test in the last forty eight hours. There's like a form that you have to fill out on the Gov website of like where you've been, who you're going to be with, blah, 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 all of that good stuff. Um, there's all these texts that they do at the at the gate and all that stuff. There's just like a, a load, and if you don't have it, you're getting held. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, the, the only yeah, that's the only thing about Wrestling Daily having their own channel, guys, is like. Obviously, we have to build the subscribers up again from what Wrestle Two had, but that's literally the only thing, and we yeah. will get there because I uh, I love the little um, the community exactly. that we have here. Anyway, I bet I bet start flying through these ultra okay. chats. Uh, Wrestle Scope says number thirty for the men will either be R Truth or Drew Gulak attacked in the gorilla off screen. Out comes Goldberg after losing to Drew McIntyre earlier in the night. Goldberg wins to face Roman. At WrestleMania, uh, the only reason I don't agree with that is that it, that just kind of makes Goldberg look rubbish. He lost, and then they go, "Oh, but this is the guy we're going to have challenge Roman." I don't know if that has the same luster. I mean, they they've done that with Becky before tw- twenty nineteen. I think it can work, but it works better for very, a very, very different though. Where Becky had had a great match with Oscar, yeah. yeah. So unless Goldberg puts in a hell of a performance that I don't see coming Sunday. I don't think that's a direct comparison. I understand. Yeah, of course not. I mean, they have done it. But um, yeah, I think this will happen. It's going to be something like you've said. Um, and like, like uh, WrestleScope said, but I don't think Goldberg. I'm not sure who yet. Technically, he would have worked his two matches of the year. <laughs> if he if he working double overtime. And yeah, to get it done in January. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Matty, the hot school. Hey, man. Been speaking to, uh, he's been keeping in touch on Twitter as old Matty while I've been away. Hey, Louie, and hey, Alex, welcome back. How's the jet lag? I mean, pretty much gone because the kids don't let you have it. I was uh, going to say, yeah, can we have keeping you up? <laughs> can we have a live wrestling daily during the Goldberg McIntyre match so we can see Alex's live reactions to the result? Uh, also, do you think we're getting any surprise returns on Sunday? If so, who? Rollins, yeah, I think Rollins probably will be back on Sunday. Yep. Um, so, there's, I, I don't think Becky. I know a lot of people have said that. I don't see it. Um, I do think Seth. I do think Ronda. That's the two I'll stick my neck out and go with. And um, in terms of the first part, no, uh, I'll be covering the Royal Rumble for Talksport, so I'll have to be at my laptop doing my yeah. business. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Louis. Wrestle Talk do have live reactions. We'll be there. We'll be there during the live stream. We've got something quite exciting planned. So stay tuned tomorrow to Wrestle Talk for that. But um, in terms of surprise returns of the Rumble, I don't think we get Ronda. I've heard r- rumblings of things, but they look like post mania, not pre mania. So I don't think we get Ronda at the Rumble, which is surprising, but I, I don't think we get Ronda at the Rumble. I do think that we get Seth. I think we get Rhea from NXT if that counts. I think we're going to get Wade Barrett, and I can't wait for it. I just think we're going to I get want him. Samoa Joe. I want it. Get him in the Rumble. Also, um, you know, like you said, Rhea, Damian Priest too. Like those two are kind of just yeah. sitting around doing nothing. Get them in. There. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I also think um, potentially we get Carlito. I know that there were talks. I think uh, he'd be cool. Um, I, I think I think we could, obviously there's no live crowd there, so you can understand if they don't. But the rumble's still like exciting time. And listen, you don't know, you don't know what these things can 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 form into. I know, like MVP. If you asked me last year after the rumble, I know you did your your talk sports show, uh, the, the the first one after the rumble. You you guys were probably just like, all right, yeah, it's quite cool to see MVP back. Yeah. Little did you think a year later 
he'd be one of our favorite things about WWE. Probably had the best year he's had in WWE. So you yeah. don't know what, what these one-off cameos can turn into, which is quite exciting. I've got to say, um, like, obviously the pandemic is not the easiest time to have, like, the surprise comebacks. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, RVD, for instance, is floating around, not doing much at the moment. You could, in theory, have him. Uh, Booker T, Bad Bunny's performing. Could see it. Could see it. What is Bad Bunny? What What is a Bad Bunny? Is this a thing? It's uh, it's something we don't need to discuss. Uh, moving on to Carol Wands. Hey, Carol, my virtual hugging friend. Hi, Louis, and welcome back, Alex. You were missed. Thank you very much. Louis did a good job keeping the show going, but he can never replace you. God, she's, <laughs> she's gone in, Lou. Um, Can't believe it. Listen, Louis, I'll say, I've said this a million times. I'll say it again. Uh, Louis at his age is far better than I was at mine. So give the lad time. Definitely. Give Definitely. the lad time. Um, what else have we got to say? So glad to see Wrestling Daily have its own channel. You deserve it. Wish I could say, but work calls. Much love to the chat and one elite good egg, Sam Chris. There you go. The community is shouting each other They're out. Now. Here. They're all here today. Look at this. I'm just hugging everyone, all of you in that chat. It's a grand hug. That's a lovely message. Thank you very much, Carol. Um, I'm sure Louis will, 10 years from now, look back at that message and say, I told you, I told you I was better than that boy. Uh, Kunal, I don't know why you had an accent. Kunal says, welcome back, Alex. Uh, I was thinking if Vince did take over Newcastle and he would naturally manage them. <laughs> I, I mean, you've got me. I'm, I'm drawn in already, Kunal. Um, so I came up with three players he would take. Randy Orton, a lazy playmaker. Who, when motivated, is great, but generally is uninterested in the game. I can't imagine he'd be interested on Tyneside, apart from the nightlife. Roman, a world-class centre-back who was forced to play as a striker for six years, then moved to centre-back and is amazing. I'm liking, I'm liking the analogies. Uh, Ricochet, a 20-goal-a-season striker who only comes on for the last 10 minutes and put on the wing. Can you think of any more? Kunal! Those are three great These analogies. They are great mm. analogies. I mean, what's Goldberg, like the 60-year-old striker? You're like, they go, come on, we need yeah. a goal. We need a goal. Get him off the bench. Get on there, Goldberg. And he's like, oh, but, but he never scores. He never scores. Exactly. But he's always, when they win the FA Cup, he's always the first one to hold the trophy. And you're kind of like, <laughs> it's not yours. Get out Get out of the way. Look, yeah. Roman, the, Roman, the centre-back, did all the work. He bailed you out a load of times. But no. Who, who else would we get? What's Nia Jax, like Vinnie Jones? Right, she's just just going around tearing people Neil, up. Neil Razor Ruddock with a couple of red cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dis discipline is the problem. Proper Roy Keane in midfield. Uh, who else would we have? I don't know. We've done a lot there, to be fair. Uh, I, I feel like we've sufficiently answered that question. Right, let's uh, give... It's nine o'clock now. We'll, we'll give five, <laughs> ten minutes. Charlotte Flair is the manager's son. <laughs> what, like Paul Dalgleish? When it, he, he played for Newcastle and everyone was like, hang on, this guy's terrible. Uh, yeah. Literally, like a... Like a um, yeah, Tyler Quinn, Bates. Do you remember Freddie Adu from Football Manager? Oh, who doesn't? Yeah. Tyler yeah, Bates, yeah. Freddie Adu. Hopefully <laughs> we'll get someone. Yeah, hopefully it gets better than Freddie Adu. Um, right, uh, we'll do a five, ten minute Q&A. Lou, do you want to go through yeah. the stream? And tell us what we, you know, what we've got. So, guys, start flooding your questions in now for Louis or myself or both, and we'll give you five ten minutes, payment free Q and A here to get it going. But you have to be doing it on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. That is the only caveat. So please start getting your questions in. And Louis Dangor will be the master of ceremonies. He will be the quiz man. He will tell me 
what you guys are asking. So, Louis, have we got any in the chamber? I would just say we got this. Goldberg is Fellaini, which I loved. Uh, <laughs> Who's Moyes? Uh, McMahon is Moyes. Just like, come with me. Come with me, Fellaini. Um, all right. Let, let's have a look at comments. Um, we got, did Harvey enjoy the snow from Matty? He did. That's a good question. I like that. He did. He, did. Uh, he was a bit confused. So he, he was sort of running. So there was like a bit of the garden that wasn't wasn't snowed, like did it wasn't affected by snow because it was under the bush. So he was like walking around the edges to sort of suss it out, but he but he did like it. Um okay, so another one here from Matty while he is here. Oh, sorry, no, from Bonzo for life. He's the same color as Matty, so I just saw purple and I don't know why purple, but purple's Matty's color. But Bonzo sure. for life has said, uh, where do we see Brock Lesnar in the WrestleMania picture? So I don't know if you saw this because I know you're in the height of your UFC uh UFC coverage, but uh WrestleVote said that Brock Lesnar, uh, John Cena, Goldberg, they uh, Undertaker, Triple H, they'd all been contacted. Uh, uh so Brock Lesnar, where do you see him? Coming, I know we didn't mention him for the Rumble. Do you think he could be a surprise winner and then face Drew? Uh, I, I mean, first of all, nearly locks is a weird thing to say. Um, but I, I mean, I, I think Cena will be at the at Mania because he was so heavily focused on the, um, the ad campaign or the announcement. So I do think Cena will be there. Not sure what they do with him. You could easily do him and Drew. I don't know. I, I think if Brock Lesnar comes back, if you were written off for like a year, and he will come back, but if he's written off for like a year and the last thing you saw was him getting essentially squashed by Drew, I think naturally you run it back. It will be Drew and Brock again, but hopefully this time it will be more of like a 10, 15 minute match with Brock, which we have seen him do on the big stage and do it well. And hopefully it's not just a finisher fest and we actually get a proper Drew and Brock Lesnar. A stipulation would be welcome, as a matter of fact, on that one. So, yeah, that's how I see Brock. Lou? Yeah, I, I think something similar where you've got... Um, I could also see, like, the number 30 spot. If it is someone like R-Truth, Brock Lesnar being that guy to take him out, kind of like we saw at Money in the Bank in 2019. Where, he said he where, wanted to do something with him. He yeah, said he wanted to do something with him. It kind of would be cool, um, but otherwise, I just uh, I'm not I'm not really that interested in seeing him. But it would work. Listen, I love Brock Lesnar, I really, really do. But I think and something something new for Drew. I hope Drew Sheamus, Drew Keithley, something like that uh, would be good. Uh, I, I, I listen. I if Brock Lesnar does come back for WrestleMania, I want him and Bobby Lashley wrestling each other. I, that's what I really want. I think it's, it's never been a better time to do it with Bobby Lashley. I don't think he's lost in months. To probably to since to Drew pinned anyway. I think there's there's no better time to do it than he lost a um, riddle, didn't he? Like a screwy finish. Yeah, like like roll up, but I mean like properly lost loss where you're like, all right. And I mean riddle tapped out beforehand, just the ref didn't see it. So you kind of got that out. But yeah, I, I think there's never been a better time to do that match than now. So yeah. I hope, it, and, and I think people would love to see it. It would be like a nice way to see Brock Lesnar because if he does come back in the title, listen, you and I are probably two of Brock's biggest fans, but it does get hard to defend where every time he returns, he's in the title picture. I don't want to see him with a title for a while. Like, Neither do I. I'm, Neither I'm, do I. And I think I'm that this would be a great way to get fans on board by having him in a new fresh feud that isn't revolved around the title. I think it works. I just, I just wonder, and I know like, this might sound terrible because they've, 
Like I, I was at WrestleMania 34 and people booed Roman and Brock out the building, right? But this is Don't different. say it. Don't but, say it. But this is different now, where Roman is different and Heyman. And I just it makes sense with Heyman. Like he comes back and he's like, he's like, "What are you doing?" That's Heyman, the point. Heyman's right? Heyman being in the middle that gives me a bit of intrigue, but I don't know. I don't know if that's the direction. Anyway, Lou, give us something else, man. Give us a few. We got here from Pierre Bornelius. Bornelius, uh, thoughts on Alistair Black dethroning Big E to win the IC title? Yeah, I'm down with it. It just won't happen. Won't happen. I mean, interestingly, I, I know PW Insider reported this. When Alistair Black was taken off TV, they were, there were plans to bring him back in a big way. We don't know that, whether that's been scrapped. I think he could return at the Rumble, maybe. Hasn't been seen since October 12th, I believe. Um, but I think Biggie's beating Roman eventually. Not a Mania, I think more SummerSlam time. So maybe have him defend against someone at Mania, maybe Sami Zayn or something like that, and then uh, drop the title to Alistair Black uh, on the road to SummerSlam. I think that could be cool. Uh, I, I like both both men a lot. I think that'd be a great feud. I love Alistair Black. Um, I, I've i said before, I feel like he's been done dirty at the moment. I said in a report months ago um, that he that Vincent Mann loved him. He just didn't like the character. Didn't see how far the character could go, which again, I, I don't agree with personally, but that was why he was off TV to give him a bit of a rebrand. So, you know, we'll see. And my personal opinions on that is you see Apollo Cruz under the wing of Reigns. Cruz probably dethrones Big E. And then this leads to a whole thing where Big E then goes after Roman and takes the title. I don't know when, but I would love it to be Mania. I would. Yeah, agreed. Uh, we got one here from Abinav. Uh, Louis and Alex, or Alex and Louis, what are your thoughts on Brian Cage? Is he underused because he always loses big matches? I do agree that kind of his, his right rankings look good, but how many of those are wins on dark? A, a lot of them. I think he does. Uh, he lost to Darby Allen. He lost to John Moxley. There needs to come a time where I think he's going to lose at Revolution to Sting and Darby Allen in, in, with Ricky Starks in, in that street fight. I think there needs to come a time where he wins the big one. Uh, whether that's just a big singles match or on Dynamite or, or a title match or something, he needs to start winning a little bit more. But I, I do like what they're doing with him. I like the whole Team Taz dynamic. Uh, I was kind of not against it at first, but like it was with the Sting stuff, it was the same thing every single week. Sting comes out. It's basically Darby Allen wrestles one of them. Cody wrestles one of them. There's an attack after the match. Cody comes out. Darby comes out, right? There's a thing. Sting comes out. I, I could have, it's paint by numbers. And that is very un AEW. Um, but yeah, I think that hopefully now with Sting getting physical with, with Darby, with, with the, uh, hitting Ricky Starks with the, Ken, with, with the baseball bat, we're starting to see a little bit more, which I like. I'll be dropping my interview with Darby Allen this week, and there is a lot on Sting. So please do check that out. Uh, for me, Brian Kate, I mean, he looks Jesus, right? <laughs> like, Geezer looks absolutely incredible. Um, I think he's pretty good in the ring. Um, do I think he should be jettisoned into a real top position in AEW when you look at the top of the card at the moment? Probably not. I think he's doing what's good for him right now, being alongside someone as charismatic as Taz, a good talker as Taz. And I think as a result, he'll find his way. He'll, he'll work his way through the stable. And then eventually when he comes out the other side, he's ready for that big solo push. So yeah, I think actually at the moment he's going along just right, if you ask me. Yeah, uh, 
it's valid. My, my thing is all minor nitpicks. Uh, we got here what one here from Injection Two K. Uh, what did you think of a page or his next page after him not joining Dark Order? I loved this. It was so good, and I mm. I was listening to di- what I liked about this. I was listening to different people's reviews. I obviously listened to myself and Steph talk about it. I listened to Ollie and Luke talk about it. I listened to Fightful. I listened to Going in Raw, and everyone had a different interpretation, which I love. And it was like oh. Adam Page just did. He, he's opened up to 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 the elite. Got hurt. This is kind of like a rebound thing. He was enjoying himself with Dark Order. Then it got a bit serious. It's kind of like a relationship, and he kind of got a bit scared. And I thought it was so so good. Uh, after obviously Brody's passing, I didn't think they would have Adam Page sort of reject it because you don't want like it's a very difficult line to to sort of balance on and walk because of what's happened with Brody and the feelings people will have towards the Dark Order. But the way they did it was fantastic. And whatever's next for him, I'm not sure. I think just continuing being a solo, maybe Silver and Reynolds sort of still going after him. But I think whatever it is, is very interesting. I, I agree with everything there in terms of like the relationship analogy. I like that. Um, I, I, I just think it's good. Like it, It's very hard if you then try to insert someone into the spot that Brody Lee was. I just think yeah. that's asking for trouble. Uh, you know, nobody's going to be able to do that and it would, you know, it might taint something. So uh, for me, I think it's best leaving Adam Page in the trajectory that he's on right now. And it's, you know, it's, it, I think it's cool when he has like these little flirts either way with, you know, we be it the Elite or Dark Order, but ultimately he is going to be a massive solo star. He really is. Um, so, yeah, um, Louis, give us two more and then we're going. Two more. Righty-ho. Uh, do, uh, one more page, one here. Do we think he'll be the one set title off Omega? I do, yes. and I think that's what yes. I need to do. Yes, yes, but not yes. N- not for a while, not for a long while. I think maybe even full gear next year or this year. So have the whole full circle. Their first match uh, being at full gear the last year, and, um, and I think I think uh, the, the, the the one of the last two pay per views of the year. Like, is it you know like uh, what was it for them? Not double, double or nothing. Second, then it's. Uh, no, then it, then it is full gear, right? No? Is it? No, it's not. It's all out. Then full gear. So one of those two, I think it will happen. Yeah. Um. And let's have one more from the chat here. Not an interesting one here from Elliot Fletcher. Uh, do we think 205 Live will be rebranded as NXT for NXT with it being used for Dusty Classic matches? I, d- I don't think so. I think that will more be like a, a whole separate show, like basically an Evolve I um, don't know what the name will be, but I'm talking think- about the Gabe Sapolsky deal, right? Yeah, like I mean, it's, there's been reports, obviously, that, that it's going to be a Gabe Sapolsky run thing. For those who don't know, he he ran Evolve. Um, so yeah, I think and it, listen, NXT does need an NXT now because it isn't what NXT was. Like before, you could have. I don't, I don't know, like Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke go out and have like matches where they didn't look great. Like they looked good, but it was very developmentally. But when you're going up against AW, you can't. Mm. Um, so do we think that it will be two or five live? I don't know. I think it's interesting the way they're going, having the Dusty Classic matches. Like, if you told me Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa would be a tag team on two or five live, I'd be like, no. Um, but I think they're just trying to get in the tag matches before the takeover on the 14th of February. So this is kind of why they're doing it. But I, I don't think it will be 205 Live. Although it's interesting what they are doing with it being sort of more an integrated show. Yeah. Well, I mean, Triple H has kind of been responsible for it for a while. So uh, it makes, I'm not, I'm not surprised that there's like, you know, it's like, it's like the cousin show, right? Yeah. There's that, there's that link. But um, 
And that's because, of course, the world, the Cruiserweight title being on NXT 2, it, it does make sense to a degree, but I don't think it's going to be an all-out rebrand. I, I think there'll be another entity entirely. And that wraps up the Q&A for now. Oh, we might just do this more regularly, man, because I know you, you guys always give us great questions, maybe like the final 10 minutes or something. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us again today. Thank you for the warm welcome back, guys. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. It feels good to be home alongside my cohort, Louis Dangor, who once again, I thank. Uh, we thank you for joining us and I'll be back tomorrow. What is it? Wednesday? SP3 in the house. No doubt going to whip my ass in the debate once more. I need to start taking some gimmies, man. I always take the short end of the stick with that guy. Um, and you will be able to find us for the rest of this week. We will be on Wrestle 2, but please do make your way over to Wrestling Daily's new YouTube channel. Uh, we will keep up these Q&As on that channel too. Ultra Chats, thank you so much again tonight, guys. And we will catch you tomorrow for another edition of Wrestling Day. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 